Happy 10th of July, folks, at the round 17 wrap. At the other side of this drop, some very big news that Thomas and I are breaking. Bounce that pill. We have some big news, folks. Mm. It's not a sponsor. No. We are announcing the first ever The Footy with Broden and Tom live shows. Play some celebration music. No, don't sing. Don't sing. It's not singing. It's... Yeah, you know what I mean. There is... Holy hell. We're going to do two live podcasts, August 24th and 25th. One in Melbourne, one in Sydney. It's one for the Sydney people so that they can come and abuse Tom in person. Yeah. Um, and I, we haven't talked about this, but I reckon you can sack tap him and grab him and hit him and stuff. And then Melbourne uh, at the Corner Hotel. So it's the store in Sydney and the Corner Hotel in Melbourne. We're just trying it out, seeing if, um, if it's a vibe, if you want to come. Tickets will be very, very, very limited. Uh, it's a, they're both kind of smallish rooms. So they will be on sale sometime today. So keep across our socials. Midday for the corner, Melbourne time. Mm. And then store, not sure yet, but... Hopefully both on sale at some point. We can, you know, do a big hurrah on social media. It'll be very very fun. I'll live thread it. We'll go harder at the live shows than we do uh, on the podcast. It'll just be like my weekend of live threading that I was doing. Yeah, it'll be great. Hey, welcome to... Apart from that... Welcome to a great weekend of footy. Mm. Um, and you mentioned it there, Tom. What was the biggest thing on the footy calendar this weekend? What was it? Threads. Mm. Threads are back. I mean, threads have arrived. Yeah. Tom, for the layman, in three words, what is a th- what is threads? Twitter, but not shit. That's four words. Yeah. Twitter, but Instagram. Yes. So what was it? Friday morning? Thursday, Thursday morning. morning. Thursday morning, Instagram launched a Twitter mm. because Elon Musk is a, is a mental man. Not yeah. that Zook is not a mental man. Yeah, sure. Um, and this, it just was a hell, a hell, hell for leather moment where yeah. all of a sudden it started. I was the 15,000th uh, around there thread user. Yeah. And, uh, and we got on there and... Uh, it's pretty, you know. But why I brought it up? Mm-hmm. What are you rating threads, by the way? I love it. I was live threading the football. I live threaded some McDonald's. You genuinely like it? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm all on Twitter. Like Twitter was my platform. I have qualms with threads. Oh, okay. I'd love to hear. Is it, it thread or threads? It's threads with an S. Yeah, and this isn't. This isn't the big news I thought we were going to lead with. I have other big news. We're doing a live show. I mentioned it. Yeah, I've got other big news I thought you were going to lead with. Well, it's threads. Yeah, threads, and I messaged threads. I said hello. Oh, did you? I no, sorry, I didn't message threads. I messaged the thread account of Ko. Oh right, yes. And I said hello, Ko, and they wrote back. Did you see this? Yeah, I did. It's quite funny. Uh, I, they wrote back, "Hello, bro." In brackets, den. Love your footy content, mate. With a little the um. That symbol for like you're doing a great job, but also if you do it upside down, it's a sack <laughs> tap. No, it's a, it's a free hit or it's a white pride thing, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't think that's what they meant. No, I'm sure. And then they CC'd AFL in it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, they love my football content. Yeah, And I was like, I don't think 
They do. I don't think they've ever listened, let's be honest. No, but that's nice. But Great maybe they've seen some bits. You know. But Because my AFL content is 94% shitting on that platform. It had another rough weekend. Did it? A lot of people in, in the Instagram messages well, were yeah, saying. I've become the technical support platform where you go, <laughs> you know, I can't help, but I can listen. You can listen. Uh, what's your big news? Well, Broden, what would, if you... Oh, is it my next... Is it my next one? It I, have, I have other breaking news. Oh, go. Tom is on the Gold Coast Suns wiki as oh, no, the no, no, no. as a notable member. No, no, that's not. You are now a famous part. person, Tom, because when you go to the Gold Coast Suns wiki, mm-hmm. it comes up now with three. You were the first, but now it comes up with three notable famous supporters. So if you go to the section, uh, what is it? Club symbols, corporate. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Club honors, records, honor board. No, 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 no. no. no, no. Unless someone's taken it down. Notable support supporters. Yes. Um, what? Tom. What? I've just got some breaking news. Oh, no. Tom, I've got some breaking news. <laughs> what is it? Oh, my God. What? Oh, this is this is the biggest news. Yes. I'm in notable supporters yeah. on Gold Coast Suns page. Uh-huh. Three days ago, mm-hmm. it was just you. Yep. Two days ago, you plus Mick Fanning, the surfer, mm-hmm. plus Anna... Bly, the former premier, uh-huh. now I think runs a bank. Sure. Got one of them cushy post-political jobs. Yeah, love that. Now, Mick Fanning, yep. Anna Bly, mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. It doesn't surprise me. As soon as the wiki nerds got in there, you I knew I was a goner. Have been removed. Yeah. So what's happened to you? You've been removed. Someone saw that my name was added. Removed. Yeah. So someone's seen that my name was added and their wiki nerd senses have started tingling and they've gone, where are the references for this notable supporter? And they've gone and Googled. Tom, you have been removed. And they've found a couple of actual famous supporters. Yeah. And they've removed me because it's not cited. This is a travesty. It is. It's a joke. This is. You were the first through the wall. And now I've had my three days of fame and I'm done. No, you have to be put back on there. Mm. What? Even worse. What? This is, this is worse. Okay. I have been removed from the Melbourne one. Really? Yes. That's surprising. That's low. Whoever did that, that's, that's low. Broden is a very famous person. That is low. Who did that? It'll be, you know what it is? It's one of these listeners. It is, and they're low. They're a low dog. Broden, it'll be because there's no articles being written. I, I've been on the Melbourne Football Club podcast. Yeah, so that would be a good reference. Yeah. So why have they removed you when that's a citable reference, Broden? Who did this? It's a Who? The wiki nerds are, are very, they're ve- if there's no citation, get out. Can you find... People who edit, who did it. Yeah, so I checked who added me and their username was like, bounce that pill. So they clearly made the account just to add me, which is probably why the wiki nerds got red, red flaggy. I'm I'm furious. As you should be. I'm hell hath no fury. I have a whole episode laid out talking about the week <laughs> of football. Who did that? Yeah. Can you find out who'd remove something? Sure. I'd need to use my laptop, but you can. You can just see who's like edited each section. It's not for now. This is pure vanity from me. Mm. But who's the dog? Who's the dog? I know you're out there. I know you're listening. I don't like to use dog because when you're in prison, that's that's a really 
offensive term in oh, prison. Oh, is it? It's like if you call someone a dog, you're going to get a sharp toothbrush in the showers situation, oh, right? right? Okay. And I'm using it on that level. Oh, right. Whoever did this to <laughs> Tom and I is a dog. Yeah. Holy. All we need is like Beat to write an article about our live show so that that can be cited in the wiki. Beat? Yeah. That's who, that'd do, that's who'd come. All right. Fair enough. I'm, I'm pretty furious about that. Look, uh, another thing came out. What's the news? Right. Broden. Yeah. Give me, if you could think <laughs> of. Why you, Tom's closing, closed his eyes. Uh, you know, I was thinking about how to set this up, you know, because I want, I want there to be to a, talk. a good punchline, right? Yeah. Because it's about our influence, Broden. Mm-hmm. If you think biggest companies in the world, the strongest branding, yeah. international, what comes to mind? Gloria Jeans. Okay, close. Biggest brands in the world. Twitter. Yep. Zucker. Yep. Google. What about a little um, brand called? Wait, 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 wait. I got more. Okay. Um, you were closer with Gloria Jeans. Yara Trams. No. Um, international, global. International, global. One of the most recognizable things in the world. Um, um, Donny, yeah. uh, yeah, Brian's closing his eyes. Yeah, he's focused. It's, it can take one of the biggest brands in the world. Yeah, um, we're big fans, both of us. Mm, Boost Juice, Clo- oh, yeah, you're still close. Boost Juice, uh, rolled. No. Now I'm just going through Barclay Square. <laughs> JB, no, 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 think JB, no, 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 think, think even bigger. Suji, global, Suji Sushi. Think global. Bro. Salsas. No. All delicious. Though. They're all global. Are they? I don't know. Well, they're sushi and they're Mexican. Sushi Sushi is an Australian chain, I think. A global company. Why? Because I'm waiting. I've set up the punchline. You need to guess it. International company. No, you don't need to. Think. Qantas. Of drinks. Boobly. No. Co- Coke. Coke. What Coca-Cola. about Coca-Cola. Where would you put them in the top 10 of like biggest global companies? Be pretty high, right? Well, for drinks, one. Yeah. Why? We got some influence over them, bro. Why? Because this week, they cancelled and deleted from their range the Barista Bros iced coffee yes. and iced okay. chocolate. No, no that was big news. Okay. All right. We got there. I thought you were going to say <laughs> they want to sponsor us for a million dollars. I was first yeah. to put it on paper to go against the big corp yeah. and say, these drinks... Do not make my top 10. They yeah. are undrinkable and they should not be stocked. Yeah, you, you were the nail in the coffin. And after one month later, see you later. Barista Bros is discontinued. Discontinued, thank you. Uh, have Has Coke has the Coca-Cola company mm. got another milk coffee brand on the market? Not that I'm aware of, but they're sneaky. Do you reckon they've bought someone? They may have. If we looked up, if we looked up Coca-Cola company... Yeah, you'll be able to find all the all the little offshoot brands they have. Just gonna look up. Isn't like ninety percent of stuff owned by like Nestle, Mars, and Coke? Isn't that how it works? Like everything's owned by those three companies, right? In the food. Who's Fairlife? Does your friend work for Fairlife? No, I don't know what Fairlife is. It's a Fair Fairlife Milk Australia is a company. No. Fairlife Milk own. They bought in twenty twenty. Coke bought a company called Fairlife Milks. Right. Right. Is, and I don't think that's Barista Bros. Something's going to happen, Tom. Is all I'm saying mm-hmm. is what we're about to see, they have a lot of like core power, fit, 
Yes. Milks. Yeah, okay. The um, Fab Protein ones you've seen there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they're owned by Coke now, I think. Oh, right, okay. So what I'm just saying to you is something's about to happen. Mm. Don't think the Barista Bros is the end of it. The Barista Bros are dead. Yes. The brothers shot in the back of the head. Thanks to me. Godfather style. Yeah. Brought out to a dock. Boom, boom. Bang, bang. The brothers are dead. Yeah. But don't for a second think that that's the end of milks by them. All I'm saying Have is- they bought Boss? Oh, they might. Well, nah, surely not. Suntory is a big brand. They do beer and stuff as well. I would say, Broden, that let it just be a warning to other companies that if you don't make my top 10 list, your days are numbered. I'm actually really- You're deep in the barista pros. Okay, I, I don't. I, I we need, this. This needs further information, and I might just leave that <laughs> to our audience to go and do the research. Sure, but what are you suggesting that Coca Cola is about to launch another ice chalky milk? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I, I, I have no further information on that. I'm a bit of a Sam McClure. I, yeah. I, I can't. I'm just projecting here that yeah. they're not going to sit off the milk market. When you look at the milk shelves, you look at the iced coffee market. It is crowded, and Coke want a player in that game. And Barista Bros was not the answer. Barista Bros were taken for a drive, mm. and the old piano wire around the neck from the mm. guy behind just choked out, yeah. just just absolutely killed. Ouchie, ouchie. We got some stuff to get through today, folks. Okay, so I'm just going to jump to the next one. So last week I called my father Wayne. Oh yeah. He called me two dogs. Yeah. Uh, and we talk, and everyone was curious how did he talk about IGA. And the inner world. I just rang dad out of the blue. He's on a holiday in Noosa. That's right. And out of the blue with no no prompting, mm. he was able to talk about IGA and the inner workings of Richie's as a subsection Metcash. of IGA and Metcash mm. Mm. for about nine minutes. Yeah. So I wanted to test that again and see if I could call him on another topic and see how long that goes for. Sure. Shall we do that? Yeah, sure. So now we're going to call Wayne Kelly. I'm going to ask him about Patty's Pies. <laughs> He won't answer, by the way, it's Sunday night. Hi, Broden. Hi, Mum. How are you? Good. Um, can you chuck Dad on for a sec? He's just on the toilet. All right. Uh, what are you doing? I'm just watching your friend Christy Whelan Brown on the Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Who's winning? Uh, she's doing all right, I think. Yeah. yeah. No one's been eliminated yet. Well, Matt Preston, he he rolled his ankle, didn't he? And he just quit. Yeah, yeah. So he has some medal. He wasn't eliminated, but I think he should have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Who else is on? Daryl Summers hosting. Yeah, Daryl. Good old Daryl. Yeah. Sonia, what's her face? Mia, Pia, your friend Pia Miranda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another friend. Um, that's it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Dad? He's just on the toilet. We. Oh, I played him your. You know what you. You said, you know, yeah, Richie's thing. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was funny, especially the bit about um, Tom saying he's a bit senile. Yeah, I was surprised he said that. What did Wayne think of that? <laughs> he just started crying. He was laughing that much. He was crying. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Were you at home? Yeah. I'll just get Dad to ring you back when he's off the toilet. All right. All right. Bye. See you. Bye. <laughs> I knew that Wayne would take the senile thing in in good in good fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll get we'll when Wayne calls back, we'll 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 get back onto that. But I wanted to well, let's move on to the next segment. Hit okay. that sting. 
I wanted to create something, Tom. Mm. Talking about the footy this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take my jacket off because this this concept makes me hang- angry. All right, here we go. Oh, you've been to the gym as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, if we had unlimited money, do you know what I'd put it towards? Uh, can I actually guess? Yeah. I reckon you'd give a meal to Mitch. Yeah, yeah give it to family. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd dedicate the rest to like f- curing all diseases. Yeah. And I reckon you'd pump up our production company a bit as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But here's what I'd actually do. Yeah. I would build out a champion data-like staff. Yeah. Because I watch the footy on the weekend, right? And you know how when you're watching the footy, there's all this energy of like, I reckon the commentators are biased, mm. but I don't have the data to support it. Sure. I think these people are doing this. I reckon mm. that guy likes these people more, but that's just on a feel. Yeah. If we this, What I want to get is this podcast to a financial position mm. where I can hire like three statisticians yep. to watch games- and to give me and to create stats yeah, because for free, AFL commentary. Yeah, because yeah. free kicks for and free kicks against don't tell a, a story a lot of the time. Yes. Yes. So, this is for commentary. Did I say umpires? Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about umpires. I'm talking about commentary. Oh, right. Okay. We can do one for umpires. I thought you were sort of saying like umpires giving leniency to someone, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, let's talk about the umpires for a second. Okay. I think the big, do you know the the pandemic of sport of, of the AFL at the moment, mm. as far as umpires are going, do you know I think the biggest problem? Yeah. Non-calls. Yeah. Non-calls are now an issue. Richmond yeah. and Sydney in particular, yeah. the other night, non-calls were awful. The last five to ten minutes of that game, some huge non-calls. Yeah. And I don't know if it's umpires are just like frozen and don't know what to do in these moments and it's easier to just call nothing. Yes. But- there were some awful non-calls. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's also the rules are too confusing so they don't know in those moments what's the right thing to do. I actually think it, it's the attitude of let them play. Let them play. It's easier. I don't get yelled at for standing and saying exactly. that. I believe that. That um, was the call. We don't want an over-officiated game because it is so hard to officiate. That's on the that's on gut, all right? Yeah. So I want to, people to tell me if they feel the same. Yeah. I think that at the moment, hang on. Dad's calling back. Hello. Yeah, what's up? What was the um? I was I had Patty's pies today. What's the go Hi. with them? Hey. What's the go with Patty's pies? Yeah, four and twenty. Oh, who is it? Four and twenty. Is this being recorded? No. Don't shit me. <laughs> we record Monday mornings. I'm I'm at home with the dog. Uh, so um, Paddy's own four and twenties. Has that always been the way, or who owns it now, or who owned it? Well, four and twenty used to be four and twenty, and then it was bought by Peter's Ice Cream back in the sixties, the seventies, and they had a brand called Wedgewood. So it was um, Paddy's. Um, Paddy's bought Wedgewood. Um, four and twenty and Nana's all as part of one one big takeover from Peters, um, and they've had it for probably twenty five years, thirty maybe thirty years. Yeah. And where do they work out of? Yeah, a big factory in Bensdale, but head office is in Moorabbin next to the airport. So all the people that used to work there 
when I was working with them was um, they've all pretty much moved on now to bigger and better things. But they're now owned by a private equity firm. Who? And they own um, Legos. Remember Legos? The pasta? Yep, they own um, them. And they own a couple of... uh, They own a company in Adelaide that makes pre-prepared meals. Yeah, so they're quite a big concern these days. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what else do you want to know? That's it. Why do you ask? Just asking. Why? (laughs) Don't shit me. I'm just asking. I don't trust you. Uh, I, have zero, I have zero faith and trust. Fair enough. You're lining me up for something. I'm not lining you up for anything. You are. Yeah. Righto. Okay, two dogs. Yeah. Well, any any questions you now ask me, I need them. I need a list of the questions before I'll answer any of them. <laughs> it's not true. I just asked you about patties and you talked for four minutes about it. <laughs> yeah, you asked me about IGA and friggin' Richie's last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you're answering questions. Yeah, well, before the questions come, I want, I want them written down and sent to me. No, that's not true, is it? Because you just did the Paddy's one without even being prompted. No, no, well, from now on, from now on, I want them sent in advance <laughs> and I want them vetted. All right, okay. I want to hear it before it goes to air. All right, I promise you that. Uh, all right, enjoy Denzel with the Stars. Yeah, yeah. Well, what have you been up to anyway? Did you go to the footy last night? Yeah. Last night I had the worst pasta I've ever eaten in my life. Okay, great. All right. I'll speak to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. He makes me laugh. So, what I would like to propose is a stat team taking commentary stats. Okay, commentary. Commentary. AFL commentators, so we can truly regulate Mm -hmm. this medium. Because I am sick and tired, Tom, of this biased calling. So here's my stats that I would go. I want you to add to them. And I want to hear from people what stats they would add as well. Mm -hmm. I've only got about... um, I've made 10 just about already. Do you want to hear Uh, them? Of rules. Of stats. Right. Stats to mark. Because it's a creative medium, right? Calling a game is is creative. Yeah. And you can't really grade creativity. No. But like you can sometimes. Sure. So like ballet gets graded. Yeah. Not boring for me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But this is the ballet of AFL is the the calling. (laughs) Yeah. All right? Yeah. So in a game- these would you get these marked, mm-hmm. and these would sort of they wouldn't prove that you're biased, but they would say, "Look at this T- yep. tonight." Yeah, in a game that was decided by ten points. Yeah, you did these things. Sure, and you can go, "Well, okay, so this person is doing this and that," and then yep. you can come back and measure that against other commentators, and you can go, "Right, well, Dermy loves Hawthorne." Yeah, or Clearly. like, hey. Everyone thinks this person's good, but maybe they're not as good as we thought. And then maybe these people go, hey, we're starting to get regulated. Maybe I need to stop being so biased or maybe I need to show up. I'm not even self-aware of what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. And, okay, you'll see. Okay. First one, positive comments towards each team is marked. Okay. So that's a tally, like a stat. A stat. It is a stat. So every time... They did. That's a great kick. So, are we talking specifically in general play? And yes, any yes. during the recording from the bounce to the end of the, and to the end of the game, 
Yep. So not. Geez, Max Gorn's bloody good, isn't he? That's a. That's a. That, pos- is, that okay. is. That is a positive comment towards a team. So it's not. So it's. It can. It's very general. It's not just Melbourne have a great attacking game here. That is a positive comment. Yeah. Okay. The next one is is separate. Okay. Mm-hmm. A positive adjective. Yeah. Towards a team. Okay. Beautiful kick. Yep. Um, as opposed to a positive comment. So it was a, geez, the way that, you know, da da da's playing yeah. today, that's a comment. Stunning handball, that's an adjective. Yeah, sure. So okay. it, it could be very quick, stunning handball from yeah, Roger yeah, 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 there yeah. And, a, and a kick. So you're marking those little things sure, separately, okay? okay? See, this is going to be hard to track. No, this is why we need three full-time people. At least. And then we need a charismatic person like Kingy to lead them and translate the stats to the public. Yeah, well, that would be me. Yeah, okay. I'd right. become a statistician. <laughs> Love it. Third one. Yep. Voice raised above conversational. Yeah. So some networks are guilty of a, oh, yeah, and that's a goal. Yes. How many times it goes, oh, or a bit of, you know, mm. how do you, you know, a bit of, Bit of energy. Or even just, and he lines up for the goal and he's kicked it. So that's above conversational. Yeah. How many times are you going above that? Sure. Because some people would have zip, like one. Yeah. They'd have I, Luke Jackson stats yeah. from today of just like, whew, uh, Hamish McLaughlin never goes above it. You know Hamish what I mean? Hamish McLaughlin, unless he's talking about Collingwood. Right? Yeah. And it doesn't mean he's bad. It might just mean, hey, Stephen May didn't kick that many goals. He's a defender. Yeah. That commentator, he's not an emotional commentator. Yeah, you know what sure, I mean? Sure, sure. Next next stat, mm. clangor moments. Okay. So that's fumbling on words. Yeah. Things like that. Okay. Okay. Give me an example. I'm not really with you. Well, there's the Kelly uh, Underwood one of the orange team. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he forgets. Forgets. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I don't know if she forgot that or if she was trying to be, uh, you know, trying to be clever or whatever. Yeah, sure. But it's been marked as a, it's become a meme. Yeah. Uh, the next one, wrong player. Mm-hmm. If you say the wrong player. Totally. That's Which, an easy step. I, I, I think me and you are pretty guilty of that one. Oh, hey, I've never done that. <laughs> but we're not commentators. Exactly. And that's why, hey, there's this guy who's commentating waffle games. Mm. He never misses on this stat. Yeah. And then you go, yeah. get him up. Yeah, totally. We'll promote him. Next stat. Questioning an umpire call and who does it benefit? Sure. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, BT is so guilty of this. I I feel like when we were growing up, like the Zemplis and stuff, mm-hmm. very flat. Would never really uh, yeah. knock the umpires either way. Once again, this is not a. It's a bad thing or a good thing. It's just marking it. Yeah. I how think often it's bad. is how often is this person? What I've noticed recently, commentators like like there's a clearly a a, a mandate to not tell off umpires. Totally. In the media. Yeah. But they hate deliberate. Yeah. So when a deliberate's called, they go, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> just marking how many times are they calling an umpire? Yeah, and yeah, is yeah. there a, and if they are, when they do a sub sort of, you know, kicks, kicks efficiency, is it going towards one is team? Is there a bias go? to one side? Yep. Next one? Yep. Negative comments on each team. Okay. How negatively are they speaking yep. about that team? And then yes. on top of that, negative adjectives. Sure. You know, and that would be like a fucked golf kick. <laughs> that would lo- the lower the the worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, or just this is just stats metric. Stats, uh, stats, stats don't have opinions. They just tell the they truth. They just tell the truth. Sure. Um, this is a marking one. Mm-hmm. How many times in the commentary do they just say last names? Does it just devolve to that? Yep. Do you know what I mean? So Pitnet. Walsh, Johnson, yep. King, you yep. know what I mean? Yep. Just a marking that. Mm-hmm. And then my last one I have, 
puns. Yeah. How many puns are we hearing? Okay. I want to hear other stats. But is like a pun like a positive? Like because they're really it's on a, board It's just a, a stat. It's just a stat. But I, I'm struggling to understand what so that miss, stat tells us. It tells us color. Okay. What does meters gain teach us? About how well individual player is moving the ball towards their goal. Well, a pun tells you how well a commentator is telling the story of the game. Right. Um, or badly. Anything you'd add? The only one I would add is I almost gave this a marker, but I, I, I stopped myself. <laughs> but now I'll bring it up because you brought it up. Right. Do you remember your headlines from last week and how you said we should give Nick Dacos the Brownlow medal now, basically? Yes. Hamish McLaughlin. For me, it's more surprising if he doesn't win the Brownlow. <laughs> <laughs> you f***ing idiot, Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot, mate. Uh, Be more biased, you dog. I mean, he probably will win it at this point, but honestly. I, uh, I John Ralph did, did a tweet that was just like, <laughs> oh, I <laughs> just like, he's the greatest. And I just put under it, John Ralph um, going for some likes here, lol. Yes, I and I got that. some likes. And then he wrote back the next day, he's like, well, it worked. <laughs> I know. That's your game. Panda <laughs> to Colin. He just wrote back, support. it worked. And I was like, well, yeah, congratulations, John Ralph. Yeah, so rules. No, I think you've really covered it. Um, it's a really interesting segment you've brought to us, Broden, because I, I had never thought about it this way. But I'm really desperate to do a game now because I'm going to sit down and do a game. Yes, you yes, know? yes. Like maybe a, a recorded one this, that you could pause. This you know? would make the AFL media quiver. <laughs> yeah. And if we got it up, would make would we would get death threats? I feel like this from some a, like a, out like there. Anthony Hudson would send us a a, a a fish head in the mail. I had never seen Hutto and Robbo argument until the other day. Oh, so good! <laughs> Should we play a little bit of that now? Play a little bit of that now. So, so during funny. the Olympics in what year would it have been? Twenty twelve? Yeah, like, I guess so. Not too long ago, but old enough no. that the fashion was a bit aged. Yeah, maybe sixteen. It's, yeah, maybe. Ten, it's 10 years old on YouTube, but um, so they're fighting about a swimmer at the Olympics. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I, know, I said last week I wasn't really in love with swimming, and this is one of the reasons why this morning. James Magnuson. Yeah, where was the Olympic spirit from this bloke? You know, he's happy to talk. No, don't. Don't get on your... Don't no, give don't. him the Olympic spirit. What, do you think he didn't try or something? No, it's not about that. It's about what he did afterwards. No, he's that happy was to raw emotion. He was devastated. I'm not saying... I it. thought it was my okay. hero. All right. Sorry? Yeah. You, can, you can defend him in a second. Okay. You know, he, he asked us to, to, to listen to him when he's doing all these adverts and, oh, I'm the best and rah, rah, rah. So you like, sport, you like sports and do robots there? Just is it say, still my hero? No. <laughs> you talk then. No, do you like sports and do robots? You talk. I want him to talk to the Australian people. Mm. If Adam Scott can talk after losing... Angry. They so got very, funny. very mad at each other. It was very, very funny. They rarely host together now. I think they were like, hey, Hudson would be a great host. And then they were after like, oh, he, he doesn't really host it anymore. And they, so uh, he no. hosted it the other night. but He did Hall of... Because it was the Hall of they're Fame They're like, let's night. get Kath Loughnin in here <laughs> yeah. over there. Anyway, great. I want some, I want some feedback on the stats because yep. I want to make this happen. Yep. Let's jump to a game. This is our first recap of a game this week. Yep. I thought we'd start on some home territory. Power versus the Suns. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just jumping around. Oh, this right. is... oh, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> We're going with a footy show model in the in the 2000s, in the 90s. Yeah. Do you know what that was? So it would be like, bit of a thing, and then 
And then they're like, and here's the game. And then the crowd go, come on, doggies! Yes, like I love it. I love it. I just was not ready. I was ready to talk about well, the, the theory is, in Sydney. The theory for me on this is it was a very boring weekend of football. Sure. Like no games decided by a goal. No. Um, they were close. Like, this, for example, the Essendon Adelaide game got kind of close, like 15 mm. points in the end, mm. I think, mm. but it was a blowout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of pretty predictable predicting pretty blah, 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 goal games. But uh, Power Suns, uh, what was the score on that one, Tom? 106 to 73, 16 10 to 11 7. Uh, let's see who kicked some goals. Casbolt kicked four, Finlayson kicked three, Rosie kicked two, Rioli kicked two, Marshall kicked two, Holman kicked and two. And Rosie's snap potentially goal of the year contender. Did yeah, you see that? I, I loved it. I thought it was very good. It, for me, though, it was almost like I'd seen the goal done before, yes. but the pickup I hadn't seen many times. No, good pickup. It was, yeah. a, it was a bit wet over there. Yeah, it yeah. was a bit wet, yeah. And Casbolt, holy hell. How old is Casbolt now? He'd be 30 plus, surely? Yeah, I think 30 plus. And I mean, he's been he's a big boy and he's been worth his weight in gold. Yes, but what it felt to me like from a son's perspective for this game mm. was that this felt to me like a group who were not up to playing a flag potential team yeah. but showed up and went let's back our guy Stuart Dewin that's what it felt like to me because they ca- they were winning at halftime sure yeah and they bl- they were kicking well they were pushing hard it was 19-0 at one point. yes exactly it felt to me like a team that's like let's and then they ran out of gas against a team that's just a bit in a bit better for, of a position at the moment can I give you the inverse yes <laughs> what do I always say about the Suns what's my biggest knock on them they don't have you on their wiki as a prominent <laughs> member. I always say that they don't show up when it counts. Did this game matter? Yeah. No. It was an Adelaide Oval against the best or second best team in the league. They were never expected to win. I think. They had no chance. They were given no chance to win. Tom, this is one of the hardest tasks in the AFL at the moment. Yeah. Go into the fortress of Adelaide Oval, the home of Don Bradman. Yeah. The home of Gavin Wanganeen the home of Villies, and to win against a flag potential, Tom. Yeah. That's the, one of the hardest tasks. And for a half, they bloody brought it. Exactly. And why did they bring it? Because it didn't matter. They were always going to lose and there was no consequence. If Ooh, that was that's a, a game, hard mark. If that was a game... You're to, a hard mark. If that was a game to make the eight, yeah. we lose by 200. Wow. Because we don't show up. So I don't know actually, if I agree. The big positive was a real negative for me. I was like, of course, we show up to this game. We were given such... If we played like that against Collingwood at home the week before, we win. And we're in the eight right now. But if that's we play not, like that. No, well... But we didn't because we were scared of that potential of making the eight and having to show up for finals. I'll tell you something about the power, though. Yeah. They've got the power to win and they oh, yeah. never give in. Connor Rosie, 28 disposals, two goals, one. Yep. Do you know who's in their seconds right now asking for a game? Who? Orazio Fantasia. That's right. He's been struggling to put games together, right? Out of contract at the end of the year. Yeah. Talks of him going back to Essendon. There's talks of him going back to Essendon? That's what I heard on SEN. Do they need another small forward? I don't know. Is he a small forward? I don't know. <laughs> it just was interesting, wasn't it? But I think he's been very injured, sadly. Man, all of a sudden, mm. I look at Houston, I look at Butters, I look at Wines, mm. and I think, this is a freaking solid team. Yeah. So, Rosie, JHF. That's us reviewing that game. I wanted to jump to something else. Okay, cool. The NAB, one, this, is a, this is an ad I haven't covered yet. Okay. The NAB business loan ad, where it's a guy 
in a like a cafe or a garden oh, shop. Yeah. And he's like, I need to. Be, and then the, the a bank loan manager mm. comes and goes, you need to grow your business. And then yeah. plans start to grow around. Yeah. I just want to mark this ad. Oh, I'm not going to say too much about it, mm. but I just want to mark it and say, it's really weird. And a really, yeah. really off-putting. Yeah. And not in an Aldi ad kind of way where Aldi deliberately make weird ads so yeah. that you remember them. Sure. This is a weird ad mm. because for one, they're dubbed. So the people talking are either pr- recorded later or yeah. different voices. Okay, yeah. The music's weird. It's a, it's just off-putting. The, I always noted that I thought the dialogue was weird, but I didn't pick up that it was dubbed. It's probably that. I think it's dubbed. Well, it's definitely odd. But it's an Australian ad. So usually what happens with ads is they'll get an American ad or a British ad and there'll be an American person who was like, hey, you got to try this toothpaste. And then they go, oh, you got to try this toothpaste over the top of an American actor. And you go, that feels weird. And you can always tell because of the frame rate and stuff. And it's Why would the National Bank of Australia dub an ad that's clearly shot in Australia? I mean, the only thing, like to give you a real answer, Mm. the sound was fucked on the day. Yeah. The sound recorders didn't do a good job. There, was a, a, there was a concrete mixer out the front the whole time. You know? I like, don't think this is the solution. But that's what they would do. They wouldn't reshoot. They would go, can we get away with um, ADR here? I need to find out what the hell happened with this ad. And if you haven't seen the ad, just turn on KO for three seconds. Yeah. It's it, on more than football. It's also very awkward. The dialogue doesn't work. He calls him on the phone and says, I, I'm growing faster than I thought. Or yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah. It's and then the guy odd. just shows up yeah. through the plants. It looks like an acid trip or like a, someone's having a, a true mental episode. <laughs> yeah. And Nab's like, yeah, let's get some money out of you. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay, I just wanted to bring that up. And now we're going to jump to Giants Hawks. Ah, great. Um, stings hit left and right, Tom. Whenever uh, you feel like. What am I like gonna do? Stings left and right. What am I gonna do? Chuck one now. So the the highlight of the Giants Hawks game that I want to bring up is thank you for all the great feedback about Jacob uh, mm. Gainer, the social media manager of the GWS Giants. Mm. Uh, he is a star, and some great work from him this week. Where the high, where the firstly the Giants have won four in a row now. Mm. This is a developing team. Yes. Where are they? They sit, they're sitting two points out of the top eight. Yes, they've overtaken Gold Coast now, which you would not have dreamt of 30? five rounds ago. 30? 32, I think. 32? Yes, 32. Gold Coast is on 30, I think. Two points, like two points out of the top eight, right? Yep. Bloody good on them. The second thing I want to say is Jacob's work, once again, fantastic. Yeah. A scene from Stuart Little? Yeah. Maybe one or two. Couldn't tell you which Stuart Little. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. For those, okay, so for you and for anyone who doesn't know what Stuart Little is, it's it's the story of a mouse Mm. in sort of a, I think maybe it's adapted from a book. Okay, cool. It's a a, uh, maybe like aspirational 1930s, 40s, 50s. Oh, okay. He's a mouse. He lives in an orphanage. He's Mm. adopted by the Little family. Oh, right. He becomes Stuart Little. Little, he's, He's got a little brother. Um, his father is Hugh Laurie. His mother is Gina Davis. Oh, right. And he has a nice life and he gets up to adventures where he's a mouse, but he's just an adopted boy. Mm. And, uh, you know, the cat doesn't like him in the house. Of and, course not. Uh, you know, and he gets up to hijinks. And does he speak? Yeah, he's voiced by Michael J. Fox. Oh, right. Anyway, so he somehow has gotten hold of a plane, mm. uh, maybe a remote control plane. He's mm. flying, he's fighting an, a hawk in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uses a wedding ring or a diamond ring to, uh, you know, anyway. And Jacob has put over Stuart Little. He's put over them. The the the, the GWS is mm. is is Stuart Little, and the Hawk is the Hawks, and mm-hmm. and and Stuart Little beats the Hawk, and just some once again some great content used yeah. by uh, 
by Jacob there. But nothing else to report from that game apart from congrats to uh, Jesse Hogan on 150 games. I think. Yeah, and Jesse fell over and got a free. <laughs> okay. That's funny. good. That's good. He kicked four goals. Yeah. Riccardi kicked three. Cogs kicked three. And then uh, Disposal's up the top. We had Hardwick, 25. Have you noticed Disposal's are down across the board this year? Like 25 for the leading Disposal's getter for Hawthorne is low, yeah? That feels low, but I hadn't noticed across the board because whenever you look at Dacos, he's had like 37. I'm sorry I made a mistake. I was looking at kicks. He had 25 Disposal's, but the high Disposal was John Newcomb, my boy, 28 Disposal's. 28 is still low for modern day footy, but yeah, you've still got your Dacos's, your Dawson's hitting 30 every week, you know? Can I ask you a question? And this might be controversial and it's coming out of nowhere. Sure. Brownlow, Brownlow, uh, Ruffy? Yeah. Cornelio. I think he's not in the 10 best players on GWS. You don't you don't think he's in the 10 best players on the GWS? I don't think Tom, so on the man. weekend, he had 30 disposals and three goals, Tom. That's excellent. That is a three-vote game, no doubt. Yes. And if last week... If he's played any other good games, I would be surprised. Do you want to give... I'll give... Cornelio last week, 30 disposals again. That's pretty good. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash you here. Let me go to a week. And three weeks ago, had a bye. Yep. And then the week before that, when they beat Frio, Cornelio, thirty-one. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I think he's had a great season, and you know, I think he's been alright. I would say he's at least in their top three, aside uh, alongside Green and Green uh, Kelly. Green and Green are better. I think both Green and up. Kelly, Green and Kelly, and Matt Cornelio is better than the other Green. I think both Greens are better than Cornelio, and I think Himmelberg is better than Cornelio as well. You got to watch your mouth. Yeah, that's just, hey, we're here for debate. You want me to bring the fire? You are I bring yeah. the fire, man. I'm offended. I think Cornelio, yeah, he's having a good season. I've got him in Supercoach sitting in the forward line there, I think doing I, his thing. I'm I think happy, a, I think f- when he was the champion in their kind of premiership window, yeah, I think people thought he dropped off and wasn't coming back because of all the captaincy stuff. Totally, he's he's league. League stand like t- elite at the moment. That he's playing very, very well, and is probably the reason that, alongside Toby and alongside Kelly, some of those more seniors, mm. that they are for like why they're in such a better position than Hawthorne, North, West Coast, and potentially Gold Coast. So you're telling and Frio the and Carlton, I think. So you're telling the listeners to go put fifty on Cornelio as a smash. <laughs> do you think I'd do that, Tom? I think you would. Yeah. No, I would not. Shall I look at the predictor? Yeah, sure. All right. And while we're there, let's chuck on a few multis. <laughs> no. Uh, All right. So. Yeah, give it to me. He is not on the radar. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I reckon. So he is. Maybe I'm just wrong, but I think he's having a great year. So it, it has Toby Green on 12 and then Tom Green on 10. I'm just going through GWS players. Sometimes these... And they don't have even eight points. I'm sorry. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is sometimes these just out of the eights, bottom of the eight teams is where you find your Charlie. Oh, totally. Where you find your Charlie Brownlow. And that's why I'm saying chuck a 50 on just in case. No, no fight, no betting. No. Unless you want to, but we don't endorse. No, I'm all about Smokies as well. I had a few the other day, actually, I was thinking of, but I forget them now. But yes, you're absolutely right. It's your... That when that when I saw that Hamish McLaughlin thing saying Nick Dacos has got the Brownlow wrapped up, mm. it's like he will lose points to that guy, Dagoe. He will lose points to his brother. Yeah. He will lose a lot of votes. Pendles. Pendles. Side bottom. Who's taking votes away from Bont this year? Uh umpires. Yeah. 
Who's taking votes away from Zach Merritt this year? Uh, was it Zach Bailey today would have got three votes as well for Essendon, but I believe he's been suspended. Oh, right. Well, I just think, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, Zach Bailey, is that what I'm talking about? No, me? I think, I'm not sure who you're talking about, to be honest. Who's taking votes away from Jordan Dawson? I'm talking about Zach Merritt. You must be talking about Merritt. Zach Merritt? No. I mean, he had 39 disposals and a goal and seven marks and six tackles. I feel like I think a, I may be talking about Merritt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you get what I'm saying? I agree with you. That lower have won a, f- a fair few games. Yeah. yeah Essendon, Zach good. Merritt might be a brand though. Well, that, that's, what, that's, what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. You're out of control. <laughs> you got to right. listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Here's another sting. We're jumping over to the Saints Deeds. This was a sad game, Tom. I went to this game. Why? I knew you'd hate it. First main takeaway, actually. This is a positive. Yeah. I was wrong about stadium chips. Marvel chips are dope. What, what, who, who's doing them? Is it Red Rooster? Is it just, no, it's just, it's just, just Marvel. Whoever's oh, right. doing Marvel. Maybe Delaware. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Should ask Wayne. Um, <laughs> really good. Right. Well salted, crispy, and great. I, I think uh, I've had good ones there before. Yeah, no, I, I actually rated them quite highly. Yeah. Awful. I was such good energy before the game started. I think 42 seconds into game time. Mm-hmm. Max King does his shoulder. Yeah. Now he's out for the season. Yes. Pro- profoundly deflating. Yes. So awful. Yeah. Just shit. Yes. Shit. Stuff Saints up irreparably for the year now. Yes. And didn't they have two more injuries in the game? Yeah, they had a hammy from... Yes, they did. And it was all very early, right? It really made it a no contest, right? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Saints brought it the whole game. Yeah. But, you know, they could have won if they kicked straighter. And if they didn't have one rotation, if they had three injuries, it brings them down to one rotation. Yeah, Cordy, Cordy, Ross, and King all out. Yeah, that, that's brutal. You can't win a game with one rotation these days, I don't think. No. It stuffs up everything. So they were lucky to get as close as they did. You know, not having watched the Saints as close as I watched the Ds, though, do you know who was easily the best player? Is, um, Rowan Marshall. Wangani Malira. Right. Wangani Malira. Holy hell, was everywhere. Yeah. And, so, then, say, and then after you got Sinclair Steel Marshall for the disposals, which makes sense. But that, like, when can he malit, 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 malit. Yeah. So, <laughs> crazy. So, the thing that I noticed post game, because let's be honest, I was flicking between the Ashes rain delays. Oh, Suns, you're watching that? The Suns game, and yeah. I was watching this. But um, Rowan Marshall played the entire game, had six minutes on the bench, and racked against Grundy and Gorn the whole game. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's insane. Like, what a fucking massive effort. I thought it was Grund- Grundy and Gorn's best collaborative game together. Yeah. I think they, someone had 22 and someone had 18 and they both had good disposals. And I thought it was like, hang on, here's what happens when they're in the dry. We don't need to go into that too much. Here's something I do want to mark, sure. right? Because we have a platform now with a few listeners. Yeah. There's going to be some sort of serious health disaster or emergency at Marvel on the concourses out there because yeah. there's work being done and they've got temp fencing up that like there's there's genuine risk of a crowd crash there sure it's really dangerous uh, at the exit yeah because I saw this on Twitter you're not Someone's, the first person really to, yeah mention this yeah the, it, it's um because everyone's going to the train because why would you Maybe no one's no, from the Docklands yeah, yeah, totally. like so there was 30,000 there last night yeah and 29,000 were going to the trains sure if not to the you know yeah the, to the city get a tram yep I would not be surprised, and it's awful. I really hope so, not. So tell me a bit about it. Where is it? 
So there's there's pretty much just one bridge to Southern Cross yes, Station, yeah, right? Yeah. And usually there's a big concourse, but because they're redoing all the um, Southern Cross, the, stuff. no, they're doing redoing all the gates to Marvel oh, and all the area right. around. They're kind of redoing that area. They're going to put some Nando's in there. Oh, that would be nice, it, wouldn't it? That would be nice. That would be worth the health hazard. Yeah. I think there was a Nando's there, wasn't there? Yeah, that's why I ask, you know. Um, oh, here's something else I'm going to mark. Remind me to talk about Mitchell. All right. Okay. So the first thing, they've ad- put up this temp fencing uh, on the other side of the concourse from Marvel. So mm. you're pushed in closer. And then there's building site work on Marvel. So there's sections where you get to like two, three meters for 20, 30,000 people to right. get through. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. genuinely super dangerous. Yeah. Really, really dangerous. Yeah. Um, but you've seen people talking about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a little search quickly. I may have even liked it because I think it was a journalist calling it out or someone we follow. It's super, know. super dangerous. Uh, I want to talk about Mitchell, right? Yeah. We're on the train in. This is my brother, Mitchell, right? Yeah. This is the story. He goes, oh, man, I want to eat something great. How good would it be to get like a really nice pizza, a, 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 you know, a fresh pizza and I could around the ground. Imagine sure, if there was a pizza sure. place yeah, yeah, yeah. around the ground. And yep. I was like, well, that's not going to happen. Right. And he's like, well, maybe I'll go in the city and get something. No, we don't have time. This is before the game, yep. We're walking in. Next to Marvel is a place called like Epizianio, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, Mitchell. How next, lucky. next to the stadium is a pizza place. Yeah. It's exactly what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks up to it, looks at the menu, and he's like, 24 bucks, no. I was like, everything you wanted is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... Four dollars more? That I was just—I just needed to mark that, and I told him I'd mention it. Yeah, that's Lift not your game. Fair. Can I tell you something about the Saints as well for a little bit of optimism? Yeah, because there's a lot of like, holy hell, are they going to drop out? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a year that started so positive? Are they going to drop out? Their next three games—they're sitting in fifth now, I think. Fifth yeah, or sixth. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's impressive, to be honest, because they haven't won a game since I said they wouldn't. Yeah, no, you—you you were wrong. But they're sitting sixth currently. Yeah, wow. And uh, their next three games. Suns, North Hawthorne. Yeah. So they're very much still in. Oh, yeah. That's three dubs for so sure. So they're going to have a nice little run here, yeah. even without Max King. 100%. A thing that while we're on the D Saints, uh, Brody Grundy put on his Instagram, he likes to be a bit alternative. Yeah, I don't know is, if you've he noticed is. it. He shops at my Coles. Does that make him alternative or he rich? He shops at my Coles and his favorite artist is Mole Rat. We've got a lot of similarities. <laughs> Six foot 12. Yeah. Me and Brody. He put out there. His top three Nintendo 64 games. All right. And I was like, his top three were, well, this is his, ready? Okay. In third was Mario Party. Bum, bum. In two was Super Smash Brothers. Okay. And three, and number one was uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart is a disgusting top three. And top it's, one, number one. I think there's 16 races. And there is no variety. Once you've done them once, you cannot get variety out of that game. There's not enough tracks. Unless you play with friends, I guess. It's pretty fun with friends. I take it back. Great list, Brody. So I've done one, and I asked you to do one. Yeah. Have you done one? I did, and I really, really struggled. I Mine is based, as I think everyone's would be, is based entirely on nostalgia. And yes. this wasn't in a period, like when you're, at least... None of us had expendable cash. Yeah. So yeah. we were playing the games we were given. You could go to Video Easy and rent it. So I was going to say, that was my life. But I that, rented. But that doesn't give you a sound understanding of a good game no. because it means you've got it for potentially seven days at most. Sure. Because the, the, kids, there used to be things called weeklies. Yeah. 
um, and three-nighters mm-hmm. and overnighters. Yeah. Imagine getting video games for an overnight. Did that ever happen? No, no, no. It was a different system, Brent. So I had the video easy in Hurstbridge. Yeah. And I would literally rent ongoing. Right. So I'd go there on Friday night. Ends up costing more. Yeah, totally. 100%. So it's it's based on the experiences that you had. So these are the games that I had that I thought were the best. Sure. Okay. And I want to hear yours as well. Yeah. So for number three for me was WWF Attitude. Oh, right. So this was like a Roar is War game. Stone Cold yeah, Steve Austin yeah. was on the front of it. It was a wrestling game. I don't think I remember it. Very early on game. Yeah. A lot of people had WCW. Other people had other WWF games. Yeah. I had WWF Attitude. I was maybe 10. Yeah. And I've never been good at video games. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, And I'm still not good at video games. In this game, you had, you could learn maneuvers and wrestling moves and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I never did that. The yeah. only way I could win was to just kick so was this like a across a b up and you do a yeah, special yeah, move like yeah. mortal Kombat style yeah, combinations. i love that i love that i never got that far no, i course. would just kick and yeah. the audience would start booing yeah but then i'd still win mash 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 and they i had i i, I would play it so much but then i would just turn down yeah. the tv so that i couldn't hear the booing yeah as my career as the kicker mm. just i just kept kicking the guy in the guts yeah um so that was that was my number three sure number two and you might Feel similarly about this. This might be a crossover. Number two for me was Star Wars: Shadow of the Empire. Yeah, which you start on the um the snow jet plane, the, yes. the, the jet plane, and you take down the AT twenties and the A two twenty two. Hundred percent. So good. And Love then, but game. the cool thing was, you think it's a plane game, and then you get to and level first two. Level. And you're first person, and like, then you're a Han Solo esque guy. Yeah. Who's going through adventures? You get your jetpack. You it's get very, laser, it's laser very gun. And there, there was that level where you get stuck in a garage with the big um at at. Yes, an yeah, ATG, yeah, 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 yeah. And there was another one where you're on like a, a, a garbage train and you had to jump yes, around. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was a great it was, game. It was a phenomenal game. And number one for me. Yeah. And for most people, actually should be law that it's number one, mm. is Goldeneye. Okay. Because it is the best Nintendo 64 game. Yeah. But I think, in my opinion, the best video game ever made. It's definitely up there, for sure. It's the best video game ever made. And I want your number. Th- your, your okay. Number. So bear with me here, Braden, because you opened up something. Mm. So I have 10 here. <laughs> what are you doing? So, no, I, three. so I started writing down ones and I, what I realized, Braden, mm. was that I was just invoking nostalgia. Yes. So I remembered Conker's Bad Fur Day. I don't know what that is. And I wrote it down. Reese Conker? No, no, no. Do you not remember Conker's Bad Fur Day? You were a little fox and it was a very adult game. You'd drink beers and then you'd piss out fires and stuff. I remember the image. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. A little fox. Yes. It was okay. very adult. Okay. So I thought about that and I wrote it on my list, but then I realized I was just being nostalgic. So what I came to was was th- a top three and then seven honorable mentions that aren't just nostalgia, <laughs> a genuine joy. All right? right. So here's the seven honorable mentions. Goldeneye. Yes. Star Fox 64. Okay. Yeah, people like that. Snowboard Kids. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love Snowboard Kids. Should be on your list then. Star Wars Episode 1 Pod Racer. Did you ever play it? Yeah, only at like um uh, like at um uh, buffets or like um you know pubs where they had the video yeah, game yeah, rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only at those places. It genuinely was a bit of fun in the first level, but there was like so you know how I said like there was only sixteen levels in Mario Kart, so it got boring. There was like sixty levels in the Pod Racer, and it got really quite difficult oh, cool. up high and stuff. The South Park game. Do you reckon they had the Pod Race scene in Episode One? Purely so that they could make a video game out of it. I mean, it's it's one of the great uh, car chases of all time for me, genuinely. 
in the and movie. I think I think at that time, if you didn't have a car chase in your in your action movie, you would, you know, it was now like this a is done po- thing. now this is pod racing exactly. Yeah, South Park. Do you remember the South Park game? Yes, so I much fun. That feeling. Remember the the cow shooter. Yes, and, shooting and, the big cow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. No, that was a good game. And then I had the last honorable mention was yes, Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire. Oh wow! Well. Yeah. Okay, uh, here's your list. Here's my list. Now, that better be good because most of that list, I think, is a top three. 100%. Uh, what I would respond to you with Goldeneye is it is one of the better games from the Nintendo 64, but it's not... I associate it now with, like, COD and other shooty-shooty games. And well, stuff, it is a first-person shooter. It's a first-person shooter. And I feel like when I think of what I really think Nintendo 64 was special for and hasn't been recreated well... That's what made my top three. Okay. So Super Smash Bros. Okay. There's something so you, Nintendo about Super Smash you Bros. You and Brody Grundy. Yeah. You know, there's something so fun about it. It was great for multiplayer unless you were playing against Sam Lingham. It was great for the the, the single player. You could beat it so many different times. The different yep. characters had a different journey. Loved it. And then this is, you know, a bit out there, but I loved Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing was your number one. No, number two. So come on, bro. Let's okay. No, sorry, you've just been talking. So you've listed four hundred. <laughs> Did yeah. you ever play Diddy Kong Racing? No. It was a lot of fun. You had hovercraft, you had plane, and you had cars. Was it, was it just like fun. Mario Kart, but with different cars? Yeah, but like way more levels, different physics, depending on different things. It had an open world element. Because didn't um, Donkey Kong is older than Mario, isn't he? I think so, yeah. Donkey Kong was the first one. Yeah, I believe so. I know I did play Diddy Kong Racing. A a lot of people, like, it was a very kidsy game, but again, that's what I think defined Nintendo 64. And that is why my number one is Mario 64. That changed the whole history of gaming. It was the first 360... um, It is a great game. ...game, the jumping game. It's just like... Open world. Open world. Was the first open world? I don't know. We're not, this is not a video game show, so I can't tell I you. think it was... What do you call just a jumping game? It's a platformer, right? It was the first ever three, 360 platformer. Yeah, okay. So before that, it was all 2D, you know? Like all like Sonic. Is um, Optimus Prime a platformer? He's <laughs> a transformer. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I told you, you shouldn't give me nerd stuff to talk about in the pod, bro. No, I was like, just give I'll me three off. and you've come back with 13. Is that yeah. right? I will go off. No, you came back with 10. No, yeah. that's good. Okay, so that was a good list. Thank you. Um, give us your feedback and add yours wherever you uh, see fit. Mm. Next game, chuck a sting in, is North vs Geelong. I don't want to talk about this game. I don't have much to say either. Uh, uh, what you think would happen, happened. Yeah. What I would like to say is North's Clash Jumper with them, real cool. Yeah, I There's a lot that. of drama because they're both blue and white, even though they're different colours. Like, Yeah, right. Blue and royal blue and navy blue are different colours, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yes. Um, even so, true. because of whatever reason, North had to make a special clash. So right. their jumper is is awesome. I yeah, really cool. like it. And if I was a North fan, I'd get that one. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say is congrats to Zach Tui, mm. who became the longest reigning, or the, 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 the Irishman with the most played games. He overtook Jimmy Steins. Yes. So I thought in honor of that, as an Irish person, Tom, mm. uh, you won't understand because you're Greek. No. But I would like to take you through my top five. Give us a sting. Give us a give us some Irish music. Oh, all my right. top five Irish things. Great. Number in no order. Mm. In order no order. Because all of Ireland's good. Um and if you're listening from Ireland, because I know some of you are, we'll see you in uh, whenever, September. Mm. Irish music 
and I'm not talking about folk music and you know the uh, you know the bog down in the valley kind yeah, of folk yeah, music. Yeah. No, I'm talking about early U2. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Cranberries. Yeah. Cause. Oh yeah. Good music. Yeah, great music. Second one, Irish pubs. Good stuff. What was the one we went to? In Irish Colorado? Murphy's. Irish Murphy's. Oh. Good Irish pub. Can't beat it. Better than a British pub. Mm. Three, Irish comedians. Dylan Moran. Oh. David O'Doherty. Mm. Foil Arms and Hog. Lots of great comedians from Ireland. Yeah. Ashling B's good. Uh, fourth on my list is the man himself, Jimmy Steins. Do you know much about Jim Steins, Tom? No, not as much as I should. Uh, pre-1995, I have barely any knowledge of the AFL, to be honest. So in the 80s, he was this young guy playing in Gaelic football. Mm. He played for Dublin Gaelic, the, the, the Dublin Gaelic Club. Mm. And he just saw like a, a posting on like at, in town mm. just saying, try it to go play football in Australia. And mm. he, he did it and came over and didn't know anything, came over by himself, mm. didn't know how to kick a football. Yeah. And within three years, Tom, was the Brownlow medalist. Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, incredible. And then had the longest running AF, like three years. Like mm. it's Mason Cox. Imagine Mason Cox mm. and his impact on the game. Yes. But he's actually good. Yeah. Like Brownlow level. Yes. Like the best player in the league. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, he ran across the mark and cost us a grand final spot because he didn't know how to play. Yeah. Um, but more than, more than anything like earned his way back into folklore. He, he had the most consecutive games played as well. Oh, wow. So um, durable. Yes. Uh, superstar. Just a gun ruckman. And then, but just then also alongside that, that wasn't enough for him. He ended up, he's pretty much dedicated his whole life to just helping young people. Mm. So he started the Reach Foundation, which is still a very active organization that just is about helping young people mm. um, get out of depression and help themselves and stuff. So, just an absolute superstar. And then saved Melbourne from dying. Yeah. So we were in $3 million in debt and then wiped off our debt by making people fundraise and then was struck down awfully from a very vicious cancer when he was president. But love the guy. He was very nice to me once as well. I met him very briefly and said, oh, I want to be an actor. And he was just like, just sent some very lovely words to me. So absolute superstar. The last one on my list, mm. Ned Kelly. Oh, right. Shot some cops. Rode around for two years, robbed some banks. Yeah. Do you know a fun fact about Ned Kelly? I was obsessed with Ned Kelly when I was in high school. Did you know that, Tom? Yes, I did know that. Yeah. Uh, his plan, mm. I don't know how many people know this because everyone knows the suits of armor sure, yeah. to fight off the cops. Yeah. His plan, him and his mate's plan, right? There was mm. a train. He knew cops were coming up to get him, but they thought, so he's like, they're, gonna, they go, they're going to a town called Benella yeah, yeah, yeah. to get this guy because they heard Ned Kelly was there. So he went to the town one station before it, mm. took the train tracks off, mm. and he was like, the, cop, the train will be full of cops. It'll go towards Benella at full speed. It'll go off. They'll all die down the hill. And then we'll stand at the top of the hill with only our legs uncovered because they can't see our legs from the top of the hill. Mm. And we will just one by one kill all the mm. cops. Mm. That was his plan. Yeah. And then so he took everyone in this town of Glen Rowan, put them in the pub, and was like, you got to wait here. Yeah. And then there was this one guy called Thomas Kerno who was the school teacher. And he said, oh, I'm, my wife's at home. I, I've got to go home. Mm. And he earned up Ned Kelly's trust. Yeah. And he went, all right, you can go. And then he went and stopped the train. Right. And the train got out and um, they had a fight out and, and obviously he got arrested and hung. Mm. But had he not done that, 
There would have been like a civil war of Irish versus English. Yeah. Fun fact. That's crazy. So that's my top five Irish things. Great. Tom, speaking of Ireland, give us some malakas. Oh, great. Um, well, we can start with a Suvlaka because just on that game, I wanted to say that uh, I thought it was great that Cooper Harvey made his debut. Who the fuck is that? Brent Harvey's son. Oh, yeah. And I don't, know why, I don't know why that matters to me. But I think Brent Harvey might be one of the good guys. You father know sons, I mean? father daughters, daughter sons mm. are the best part of the AFL. Yeah. It is, or not the best, but it's just a great thing. Taj Wawoden debuting for Melbourne. Yes. And there was a moment where uh, Wawoden kicked to Viney, which was a very yeah. my childhood thing, which is yeah. very cool. I'm just going to look up. How did he go? He had 10 disposals. He kicked a goal. He kicked had, a goal. He dropped one of the, and I'm quoting Adam Cooney here, he dropped one of the easiest marks he'll ever have in the AFL yeah. in front of goal, which happens. But I don't know. I just like, I, I think I always loved Brent Harvey. It was, you know, he just was you always great. I remember him playing and just the, how many games he played and yeah. how durable he was. And just very cool that his son is now playing. I think. Yeah, little nugget of a guy. Yeah. Good stuff. Give us some malakas. Is that your malaka? <laughs> yeah, that's my malaka. I reckon get it out of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I've had enough of the father-sons. I reckon... I'm keen for the daughter sons, which will start happening in like a decade. Yeah, that'd be that'd sick. be cool. England, the country of England. Yeah, just is this cricket their, related? Yeah, just to carry on. They are big, big fucking sooks. Yeah, exactly. They are big. That's just, it's as simple as that, isn't it? Really, it is. Just everything about it. I, I don't need to. If you're an Australian and you've been following the cricket in any way, if you're on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. We discussed it on the Thursday episode. Um, Suki, Suki Lala's. Yeah, England get a, a big nomination. Great. Number two, Big Nank. Yeah, head high. Everyone goes on about how, how we had this discussion. How important he is? He's the most one of the most important players on Richmond. They've got a chance to be in the eight. What does he go and do? He he hit someone high in the head. Very. And late. now he's going to miss out probably three weeks. It was very late. And it was a very poor decision is it from dopey? a very important is it, is it like a dopey thing or was it a deliberate thing? I don't think it was deliberate. It looked like he barely... It, that's the thing. When you barely hit someone with your shoulder, it can be worse, right? Who'd he hit? Because you hit him on the point. Jake Lloyd, who was in my super coach team and got subbed down. Is he, okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> is he, is he um, concussed? I think he must have been. I actually don't know, but I think he must have been. Because mm. he was subbed out almost immediately. Um, but I think sometimes with timing, you know, if you hit someone just on the tip of their chin or whatever, it can be worse, you know? The tip um, can be worse, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So, Nank, we all know how important you are. You're a marker, mate. Yep. And you're going to third? Man, I've got five here. Great. Adelaide, your flat track bullies. This was a must win today against Essendon. Yeah. Yesterday. Um, Young team mentality. Yeah, get it together. You're doing a Suns. Like whenever you need to win and it's a must win, you're not showing up. Yep. I don't want to see you bashing on, you know, West Coast at home anymore. I want to see you showing up, beating Essendon in Melbourne. Fair cop. Is that all three? No, there's five. Oh, Jesus. All right. Wow, great. A Max King injury, which we touched on. Not happy about it. So is it, is it, who's the Malaki? His, the, his, te- his weak tendons in his shoulder? Injuries. Injuries are a malaka. They're malakas. I don't hard, like to see them. That's hard for me to like pinpoint. Yeah. It might be like, you know, war. Like malaka, my malaka is war. But, but see, the thing is, bro. Famine. Imagine if, it's for, a malaka. <laughs> if for, for a second, we you hadn't brought up Max King's injury already. 
Yeah. When I write my Malacca list, I don't know what we're talking about. That's, you yeah, know, I understand. So I put it down there as, hey, that upset me. That's bad. You okay. Know, we've All got right. to get that out of the game. You Great. Know. Number four. Um, the new spicy, sticky barbecue Angus at McDonald's. Is a Malacca. Too much sauce, Braden. Why? Well, that, well it's... It's too many words. I hadn't heard of this burger. What is it? So it's a spicy, sticky barbecue Angus. It's a, that's too many things. So For I, McDonald's particularly. Spicy, mm, sticky, barbecue. barbecue and Angus. Yeah. Too much. So I did a live threading of- Is that um, actually what it's called? Of eating this burger, yeah. And it's just something I've noticed with whenever any chain brings out a new burger with a weird or different sauce- they put on way too much sauce. Have you ever noticed this, Broden? I'm not. Tr- I'm not being daring with my McDonald's orders. So I'm not. I, I. I would never mm. buy this. I like to try new things, but I've learned that if there's a new thing with a new sauce, there's going to be eight times too much sauce on the burger. 100% Aussie Angus juicy beef patty, Aussie mm. jack cheese, rasher bacon, tomatoes, lettuce, sticky, spicy barbecue sauce, mm. and McChicken sauce. Yes. Served on a gourmet bun. Yeah. Barbecue sauce and McChicken sauce. Yeah. Which they're calling McChicken sauce now. Yeah. Which is just Kewpie we're talking, yeah? Like it's a tangy mayonnaise, yeah? Yeah, it's definitely mayonnaise. I don't know how Kewpie how it is, to be honest, but yeah. But um, I think my point is, Braden. I think it's a stupid burger. Too not- much sauce on burgers. It was The flavour was nice, Braden. And it was very sticky. Yeah, no, it's too many words. But um, yeah. have you had a cheese and bacon McSpicy? I'm just looking yeah, through the burgers. Have, yeah. How is that? Yeah, it's just like stale bacon and nice cheese. Have you had a double that. McSpicy? Yes, I have had a double McSpicy. Have you? Had a, okay, let's, this is a worry. <laughs> Chicken Deluxe. Did I tell you about my McFeast experience the other day? You were, it was good or bad? No, it was really bad. Oh. I ordered a McFeast, right? Yeah. And then when I got to the drive-through, they gave me the burger and went home to open it. It was I opened it up. It was two beef patties with no cheese. Heaps of mayonnaise and then tomato on top. So they just... They just completely... That's not what we're about. That's about. Do you remember that brief period where at McDonald's you could genuinely make your own burger? Yeah, and, I loved that. And it came out on a wooden board. I was so into that. I loved designing my own burger. And they had the little fries in like a little yeah. fries thing. I wasn't all about that, but I was into like, okay, like, you know, like in the way that we love Five Guys. I was into building my own burgers. They, they, they're not doing that anymore. No, no, no. That was a very, very short-lived thing. I didn't put on my McDonald's list my actual favourite burger for McDonald's the other Which week. I realised. Fillet of fish. Chicken cheese. Oh, right. You know, whatever. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, go so, to our threads and check out all my reviews of all my McDonald's. Yeah, follow us on threads. Okay. Uh, Suvakas. Again, we've already talked about this, but GWS on the trot. Four on the trot. Amazing. Yes. Suvlaki-esque. Jordan Dawson. Who played a- Who played for Sydney. Yeah. And now he plays for... Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. He's having such a ripper year. I think he could challenge Dacos for the Brownlow. He's had eight marks and eight tackles every game for the last three games. Isn't mm. that impressive? Yeah, let's leave it at that, Tom. Okay, great. That's great. Darcy Moore did a funny thing on Friday night. Did you see that? What? After the win, BT was going around the rooms. Yes. And BT was like, oh, what do you think of the win? And he said... Credit to the boys, they gave it 110% and we're taking it one week at a time. That's great. And it was very funny and I was like, good on you, Dust. That is good comedic stuff. Yeah, he, he delivered it well as well. Um, I'll, I'll get you to watch it later. He does have school captain vibe, doesn't he? And then he just does. like charming, says the right thing in yep. the speeches, you know. Yeah. Um, he's got a real school captain vibe. 100%. It was very funny. All right, last of Lucky and then you can give us your winners. So this was um, sent in from Hamish. 
And he said, I don't know if you noticed, Broden, because you were at the game, but at the Suns Port game, there wasn't a single Suns supporter yeah, there. Yeah, So there was like five supporters there. And Hamish wrote in and said that there wasn't enough Gold Coast cheer squad to hoist the banner. Oh. So a bunch of the Port Adelaide cheer squad oh, that's nice. came across and helped them hoist the Suns banner, which that's, I thought- That's sad. <laughs> I know, it's really sad. But I thought, hey, how nice is that of the Port fans, you know? Like, oh, that's sad. Good on them. Big Suvlakas. Wouldn't it just be nice if they had fan bases? If I had heaps of money, I'd go around. Yeah, I, but you're, you can't hold a banner by yourself. You know what I'd do? I'd pay a f- thousand dollars to go s- stay in the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, there's a hotel in there. Yeah, how cool would that be? And watch the Sunnies play. I am all for hotels in stadiums. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, me too. More of them. Yeah. MCG ones, when they redo the Southern Stand, chuck in a hotel in there. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah, and it would sell out, man. Oh, they could make yeah. so much money on it. I do. What do you call it when you don't go overseas? You staycation. I'd staycation there. <laughs> Let's do one of those when you don't go overseas. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, my Malacca goes to England. Yeah. Because of their shit. Yeah. And uh, my well, by the time this comes out, we'll know who's going to win Test Three. Yeah. Are looking like we're going to lose, right? Yeah. But can I just say, mm. if we win this one, will be the funniest thing that's ever oh, happened. It'll be so funny. But is the pitch decaying? Well, I'm. I'm. I. It's literally just started as because it's the fourth day, so maybe it'll be a bit rough to bat on. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, I hope. Uh, yeah. They're chasing two fifty-one or something, and they've got thirty not out at the moment. Yeah. Uh. So my Malacca is England. Yeah. And then my Suvlaka. I forgot him. GWS, Jordan Dawson, Darcy Give it to GWS. GWS. Four on the trot. Come up the GWS. In the next game, hit me a footy sting. We're back. Dogs pies. Yep. Let's look at this game. Okay. Doggies out of the box look like they were going to, you know, do a little upset. Yeah. No. Pies too strong. They played very well earlier. Pies too powerful. Yep. Two goal win. Yep. But it was worth a lot more than that. What I'm hearing from Bulldogs fans is Bulldog Bulldog fans tell me that they have a proclivity Mm. to drop out for eight for a quarter and yes. and concede a bunch in a very quick Absolutely space. Absolutely. I know they did that in the 2021 Grand Final. Yeah. But they have this moment where they play so well, mm. but then just a period where they just go missing. Yeah. Uh, and it's a real bummer because they're such a good team. The other thing I'm hearing is, why is Bailey Smith playing as a forward flank? He, like, I know this particularly and I've known this and I've felt this because I drafted him in Supercoach. Yeah. In our draft, very high. Yeah. And he has been getting... Like 30s and 40s and 50s when he was averaging 110 last year. It's unreal. And they lost Dunkley and I Mm. thought Bailey Smith is next into the midfield. There might be something to this, I think. I think since that uh, white powder stuff happened with him, he's not been anywhere near as good. Do you think it's him more than coaching and positional stuff? I think something's happened and clearly they don't rate him as a winger anymore where he was, you know, Ice in his veins, yeah. you know, winning games winger. As a young talent, like next to no, he was, you would have taken him above Rosie in that whole draft yes. up until this year. Yes. He would have been the redo number one pick. But around that period, since that period, some, he's just not been. You think it, I don't know, he's out of position played or he's not fit or something. I know he had a little bit of mental health problems and I yes, don't think it could be that helped. too. Like maybe he's not doing so well, which yeah. is really sad. What I will say, though, is he could stop playing football right now and just make a career as a model and be fine. Yeah, if that's what he likes to do. Instead of playing in the forward flank. 
Um, I thought I would bring something to your attention, Broden. Yes. A bit of a throwback because we often forget about the narrative of the first three rounds, right? Uh huh. Remember how we were talking so much about how the Bulldogs forward line had too many tools, yes. it's not working, blah, yes. blah. On the weekend, Norton 4, Waitman 4, Eugle Hagen 2 3. Mm. I reckon they've worked it out. Now, Ugo Hagen is a uh, is looking awesome. Looks yeah. like a number one draft pick. I yeah, think. Oh, he's so good. I love watching him play. Speaking of number one draft picks, or should be number one draft picks, Nick Day cost twenty nine disposals, two goals mm. in a winning side. Yep, and Ooh. he's not even doing the halfback stuff anymore. He's just full, fully fledged. Who would you, who would you say had their second most touches? If you weren't looking at that at the stats, I would have assumed McRae. He's the ball winner. Uh, no, I'm talking Collingwood. Oh, Collingwood. I would have assumed Dugowie. Nowhere near it. Noble. Noble? John Noble had 28 disposals and then Quainer 27. I was going to say, I saw on Twitter people were saying Quainer is having like a patch that's phenomenal right now. So that's really cool. I like that. Oscar Elliott's going to be out for a month. Oh, brutal. Although they don't need him to be honest, but yeah. They've, they're, they're covering, you know, side bottom should be back soon, you would think. So would Ginevan come in for... Ginevan. Ginevan, sorry, Ginevan. Ginevan. Ginevan's troubles. Uh, <laughs> Gulliver's Ginevan's troubles. Ginevan's uh, Do you think, uh, yeah, Ginevan comes in for... I have no Oscar idea. Elliot, then. I have no idea. He'd be the next small forward in line, wouldn't he? Well, he's probably just the next good player in, really, isn't he? I mean, I assume so, but he's getting bullied awfully at, at VFL, <laughs> so... So that's that game. Let's jump over to the game we talked about a little bit before about with Nank, which is yep. Richmond-Sydney. Yep. Uh, what Rich, a fizzer Fizzer yeah. uh, Thursday nights I don't mind a fizzer To be honest yeah, Like okay. you know It's Thursday night We'll take any footy you got Put on the ashes at half time But it should have been A tighter game you it, really should, like. it should have been There's two teams Trying to push back Into the eight Yeah Say something about Richmond now They are Half a game out of the eight Yeah And and to be honest They didn't impress me I tipped them I was on their side Um I'm sure a lot of people tipped them against Sydney. Sydney have been bad, but I expected them to put away Sydney by 40 here, mm-hmm. and they, they didn't. No, it was a weird old game. Them. Weird. Wet. Here's yes. my theory on the wet, Tom. I don't know if I've mentioned it. Yeah. Put roofs on everything. Yeah. So sick of the goddamn wet. Yeah. Dusty was fantastic. I loved watching Dusty play. Footy's better with Dusty is what I threaded. Yeah, but your house is not. No. It's a house is better dustyless. Yeah, well, I have a lot of allergies. Yeah, a lot of dust in the house. Not good for me. You need. That's why the AFL. If you know, you know the best person to play on Dusty. Yeah. To stop him. Yeah. A Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> Heppel. Vacuum. A cleaner. Dyson Heppel. Oh yeah. Definitely not Dyson Heppel. Dyson Daniels. Dyson Daniels from the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. Um. Next. Next game. Yep. Essendon and Adelaide today. Yep. In the first quarter, eleven goals were kicked. Oh. 11 goals, and Adelaide were like, holy hell, all right, this is a shootout. Yep. And then Essendon, and then they went, oh, let's, uh, Adelaide went, let's forget all of our defensive structure and yep. what we do. 100%. And, and Essendon went, Essendon looked like a premiership team today. They 100%. looked they looked incredible. This was no, a no defense game. This was a, yep. a full shootout, and Adelaide couldn't go with the shoot, with the goal kicking yep. propensity of the forward line of Essendon. Yeah. I, I, two words and yeah, two okay. metres, Tom. Yep. Peter Wright. Yep. Pretty good. Three goals, three. Should have stayed at the same. Should have had six. Kyle Langford's still doing Langford things. Three goals. He's just quietly... I talked so much rubbish about him earlier in the year when he didn't demolish the Suns, and he's just playing so well. He's genuine great forward. Essendon had three players with two goals in Nick Martin, Menzi, and Guelphie. Mm-hmm. And then Stringer, Kelly... 
Merritt and Redmond also had a goal each, as yeah. did Hobbs. Um, yeah, they just uh, they just look really, really on. 17 goals, 13. Yeah. Good on Essendon. There's a they're gonna there there is a very high chance they're playing finals. Yeah, I think and I think it's for the all, first time. Yeah, in a very long very time. long time. I think it's all off the back of of yeah of Zach Merritt and all the changes he's made. I think he's becoming one of the league's best captains because every single week he shows up, like beyond like he he should beat Dacos for the Brownlow. I am a. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> how hot how far take. into this podcast are we? Uh, one hour and twenty. Oh, it's a hot take at the one one twenty. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it was interesting. I at first I was so excited for a big shootout, but yeah, Adelaide just didn't show up. And like I said earlier, these are the games they need to show up in. Yeah, and Essendon demolished them. Speaking of demolishings, let's jump over to Carlton Frio. Yep, Carlton. Yep. Again, Carlton and Essendon, funnily enough, are the same team. Yeah. 53-point margin win here. Wow. They went over to Optus Stadium and just like, just pummeled yep. Freo. I, I think that scoreline is is nice. What do you call it? It doesn't tell the tr- true story, you know what I mean? It's not reflective. It's flattering. Oh, it's flattering? Yeah. No, I disagree with you, Tom. I thought, because at one point it was 80 to 20 or something. Well, who's it flattering to? To free it. Oh, I thought you were saying Carlton. No, 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 no. Like, I'm pretty sure at one point it was an 80 point lead or something. Yeah, I no, could they be completely wrong. 20 to, a... They were kicking their ass all day and yeah. they. Frio never looked likely here. No. And do you know the most exciting thing for Carlton? Kerno, three goals, two. Yeah. Mackay, three goals, two. Yeah, Mackay kicked a beauty when I was watching. And 20 disposals for Mackay. Mm. And then Owies got involved. The only issue was um, Kennedy going out. Looks like a serious injury. Oh, him. that's sad. Then Liam Ryan had 35 disposals. Liam Ryan? Luke, Luke Ryan. Ryan. Luke Ryan. And Brasher had 32. But then outside of that, Walsh, Cripps, Doherty, Chera. Mm. That's what you want to hear if you're a Carlton supporter. 100%. My top four disposal getters, Walsh, Cripps, Doherty, Chera. That's exactly right. And Doherty and Chera had a goal each as well. But they, they um they're they're looking genuinely very good now. Yes, they've left it fucking late. I know it's very annoying, but it is what it is, I guess. What's what's their run home like, and where are they sitting on the ladder? So uh, they're sitting eleventh with thirty points. Yeah, and their run home. Who they got next week? They've, they've got, got Port percentage. next week. Well, okay, Port next week at Marvel, which I would uh, consider going to. Yeah, you should. That would be a great game. You might get crushed at the concourse. But. Yeah, no, yeah. I'll risk my f- life and go over there. <laughs> yeah. And then the week after that, they've got Eagles. Yeah. And then the week after that, they've got the Pies. Yeah. And then the week after that, they've got uh, Saners. And then the week after that, they've got the Ds. So, it's look, mm, it's going to be hard. It's up and down. But they'll prove, they'll prove their, their validity. Yeah, they'll knock your sons out, your GWSs probably out of the eight, to be honest. Oh, but they've got some, they've got Collingwood, Port and Melbourne. Yeah, that's rough. So they've got they they they're going to learn if they're good against the top teams. hundred percent. A port over here with how they played against the Suns. Eh? But put them in the position where if they'd won three of the games they should have won. Yeah. Then they're oh exactly. It's a the completely Suns all different over contention. Again. As soon as there's no pressure on them because they're in the bottom eight, then easy. The curious case of Frio is what I would say to you. Yeah. We've just got our first wicket. F off, duck it or duck off. F- it. Um. Um. Uh, so. Uh, Yes, no, uh, Frio, the curious case of Frio. Yeah. I know it's only because I go for Melbourne, but we need to talk about Luke Jackson, right? Yeah. Because he's on a billion dollars. Yeah. 
what was his situation? Luke ten Jackson. disposals. One, one goal, goal, ten disposals. Yeah. Six marks, which is nice. <laughs> now, Darcy, 58 hitouts. Yeah. He's the All-Australian Ruckman, yeah? Yes, and I have a headline about him, so I'll save my thoughts okay, for that. Okay, great. Let's leave that. Because, funny you mentioned that, Tom, because it's now time for Hit That Sting Headlines of the Week. Great. Now, I would like your... This is, folks, this is when we predict headlines that are going to be in the newspapers this week or talked about in the in the radio and the media, all right? The first one is very likely, second is a bit of a 50-50, and the third one is very unlikely. Yeah. I am very good at this, Tom. Yeah, you're a superstar. I, or the, my two real ones last week mm. both came through. Carlton are a legit yeah. chance, Dwayne Russell, and the other one was... What was the other one I'd said? Uh, oh, no. Well, the Dacos Jew, one. Jew. said the Jew one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Jew get the sack, and that was, that was yeah. footy classified. I go for a more funny angle. Like, we reverse our roles here, Yes, you know? I, I say funny stuff. Not you, this week. Though. You're the jester of headlines of the week. Yeah, All not right? this week, though. I've gone serious. All right. Uh, number one. Very likely. Very likely. From me? Yep. Lucky for North, West Coast distract from 4 and 40. Oh, you reckon they'll so, start going North? I, I think they have to because West Coast is a boring storyline now. And... Who next to find the other team to bully? And North, yeah, exactly. And North has only won four games in the last forty, and two of them are against West Coast at home. Okay, so they are in big trouble. And if West Coast wasn't performing so poorly this year, the spotlight would be so incredibly strong on North. I think the Clarkson stuff has made them like, oh, let's just not talk about them. Yeah, which means that maybe they'll be talked about, but maybe it's like, oh, let's just not even consider them. Yeah. Well, you know, Kane Corns is going to go on no matter what. Yeah. So. Well, you got to go. He's got to go. Someone. <laughs> yeah. That's how he eats. That's how he feeds. Yeah, exactly. He runs marathons and feeds on His whole on family takes. is doing a luncheon in Adelaide. I thought it would be funny to go to that. His brother and dad and stuff. Yeah. We should go to that. <laughs> how funny would that Is it be? a Cafe de Villiers? The Corns Lunch. <laughs> Who's the guest this week on Wednesday? Uh, it's uh, Bronson Reed. WWE superstar Bronson Reed is coming on our podcast. Yeah. He goes for port. Yeah. I wonder what we'll talk about. Probably food. <laughs> Headlines of the week. My most likely. Yeah. Okay. Oppenheimer and Omen. Bombers to play their first final in a billion years. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think the I think it'll be it. Bombers are going to play finals. Yeah, that's what it's going to be about. Yeah, Ma- merit bombers. How yeah. good are the bombers? Yeah, and I'm I'm here for it. The F word. Someone will say that. Yeah. Oh, is it time for the bombers to start talking the F word? <laughs> F-ing each other. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen hundred days and counting. Yeah, people love to do that. Your your kind of risky one. All right. So this is where we come back to the free game. Carlton plays Frio's Darcy without a recognised ruck. Is Voss a tactical genius? <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> that could very much So happen. they didn't play a ruck against him. Yeah, right. That's why he had 58 hitouts and it's just dominated. They just went ruckless. They were without a recognised ruck. So obviously they've got to nominate someone for the ruck. Yeah. But, but they didn't right. have no pit in it, no De Koenig, no, no. Wow. It, what do you think of that? There'll be a lot of talk. That'll actually happen. There'll be yeah. talk about... Should there be Ruckman? Do yeah. you put value in Ruckman? Because yeah. there are two models. Yeah. There's invest in Ruckman, mm. and then there's the Collingwood model, the Bulldogs Car- model. model. Is it, don't worry about Ruckman. Yeah. Before Tim English, Bulldogs did that whole thing where they didn't even nominate, remember? Get a serviceable... Yeah. Geelong, get yeah. a serviceable person who can kind of play Ruck. Yeah. To be honest, the stats are saying don't get good Rucks. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, when you, when you have a Ruck who's a superstar, yeah. then it, it throws it out the window. Exactly. Um. My middle one was, I don't have a headline for it, but I think we're going to see some talk around trading the King brothers 
and it being like, are they worth getting because they're so injury prone? Right. So which is totally Ben King to Melbourne. They'll be like, is he someone who you want to give a million dollars to? Yeah. And they might Max King. Do you say he's too hard? He's too much to build around. Yeah. Do we try and trade him off? Yeah. I think you'll start seeing those discussions. The interesting thing about Max King is St Kilda have played quite well over the last three years without him at times. Yeah. You know, so, so it's I think just a bonus. I think you're going to start seeing some takes around Max King's viability in St Kilda's future. Yeah. And then also, in turn, Ben King. Oh, totally. 100%. That's what I'm going to... That's what I reckon you'll see. It's all warranted. They are... They've had... They've, all, they've both had serious ACLs and a bunch of other injuries. That Max King one was... To, to use a very common AFL word, innocuous. Right. It didn't look like much. He just sort of put his hand on King a little, on May, yeah. and it just went out. That's and that, crazy. It was, and it was 30 seconds into the game. And we like, still don't know what happened to Ben King, right? At this point, I, I don't know what happened no, to Ben he, King. No, that was, that was um, he's too tall in the wet. Really? Yeah. So it was tactical. He it was wasn't form, injured. It was form. Oh, my Lord. He got dropped for form. I mean, I've said that Chol should and him should probably, based on form, come in and out. To be honest, but yeah, yeah I think they think of Benny as a future and Chol not so much. But mm. oh, and that's true, a hundred percent for sure. And then you're oh, that's what I forgot to say. Can I just bring up one random thing? Yeah, I don't know. Again, you probably didn't. You were at the game, so you probably didn't watch too much of the Suns. But Mac Andrew took two Ripper. Um, what do you call it? Intercept marks in the back line. Can we play a sponsor, Mac Andrew? Can we like can this? Can we? Because you can play a spot. You can pay to be a sponsor for a player. Oh sure. Like you can be there. Like Melbourne do it for all their players. Yeah. Let's get behind Mac Andrew. He's at one point a nine foot tall, <laughs> um, like bullets player. Yeah. And the next he's like, un- he can't play AFL. But he's yeah. Which I, but like he's so tall and he's so quick and he took two mad in- intercept dis- disposals in the back line. Yes. Intercept. Possessions, yeah, and I thought, oh, that's why they're playing him in the back. Line. Yeah, no, totally. That's why he's not rucking. Yeah, yeah. Like that was cool. If he could do that more, wow, he will. He will eventually. That will be will so eventually. cool. He will eventually. And then he'll ruck eventually when you know when what's his name's done, wits is done, and then he'll float to the back line. It'll be great. Yeah, no, I, I love him. Um, sometimes, <laughs> and you're very, very, very unlikely. So I put this one just to you know get your thoughts a bit, and mm-hmm. I saved it earlier. Petrarca needs to play full forward forever. Oh, that no, Tom, that should be your number one. That is going to be all that the media talks about from that game. Right. Because how, like that's your solution to Melbourne's forward problems right there. How great. They, you didn't even miss him in the midfield. No, that's true. No, no, it was very positive. And Clayton's not even back yet. They prefer him in the midfield. But uh, 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 for obvious reasons, right? Yeah. But how great. No, no, if, yeah, it's, yes. If he could do that every week. I would be really happy. The only knock on him is he's, is he a poor set shot sometimes? He has been. This week, though, he had two beautiful set shots oh, and uh, ran into two. So he had four goals. So, so if he could do that every week and then go into the middle a little bit. We should, yeah, because if Clayton comes back and you don't need him in there to win the midfield battle. He's a very, very hard player to match up on. Oh, he's explosive. Line. He's Yeah, he's big and strong. He's so great. You can't put... Um, yeah, you can't put Weedering on him and you can't put... You couldn't put Sam Collins on him. No, so no. He'd just eat him for breakfast. But then your small mid, mid, your small guys are not strong enough. And yeah. So he's a really hard person to match up on. I love him. My very, very unlikely... Yeah. F*** the footy. Let's talk about the Women's World Cup. Great. That's... um. I don't think that will happen. Yeah, sure. And that's this week's episode. Uh, keep an eye out for tickets to this show. Your song of the week, Tom. 
Yeah, so uh, my boy Golden Features has dropped an album. Oh, yeah. Uh, it came out on Friday. I Who's Golden some... Features? Golden Features is like, he's a DJ, producer. Mm. Very cool. He's done songs with like Big Jet Plane person. Yeah, Angus and Julia Stone. He keeps, you know, anonymous. He wears like a golden mask across him. Tom loves that. We, he, we went and saw Boris Brecker. Yeah. And uh, which is like a, what is, like a, what is he? He's German like a German uh, minimal techno sort of producer. Um, he's very cool. But I think the cool thing about Golden Features is he has this album called Sisyphus. And it's like a very, it's a very 90s album, Brent. What's it's, the song? What's the the song? So I think... The song Ether is a Ether, sorry, is a highlight. <laughs> and I'd say the whole album is that is, like a Pokemon themed one? So like when your Pokemon gets burnt, you put a bit of ether, ether on, on it. it. Oh, it could be like an Ethereum thing. I don't know if he's like a crypto guy. But the whole thing's like nineties techno. It's very nineties and rave. Pro, a bit prodigy. Yes, but with like rock, modern vocals and modern influences and production. And this song is a slow burner, but it's very cool. Vibes very nineties. The, there's some other songs with like banging drums that are super 90s. You'll love it, Broden. I actually will listen to this. Listen to it, it at the gym. I couldn't think of any new music this week, so mm. I just went with one of my favorite uh, um, artists ever. Yeah. And who I listened to through all of COVID nonstop, which is Kurt Vile. Oh, Pennsylvanian right. sort of uh, folky rock. Mm. He was in um, War on Drugs for a bit. Um, and uh, if, uh, my song that I want to want, that is my song of the week to listen to is Dust Bunnies. Uh, which I think is one of his best songs. I don't think I've ever listened to him before. Kurt Vile is my chance. bloody favorite. I yeah. love him so much, and his album with Courtney Barnett is um is is awesome too. Yep. So uh, yeah, uh, not for everyone, but I love him. Mm. Uh, that was a big full episode. Thank yeah. you to everyone. Uh, get some tickets to our show. I think it'll be fun. They're going to be very, very, very limited. Only about a hundred or two for both of the shows. So getting mm. quick. Um, thank you, Tom. Thank you, mate. Uh, and uh, we'll see you on Wednesday where we talk to WWE superstar Bronson Reed. If you don't like wrestling, it's fine because we mostly talk about food and footy. Yeah. So it's the same old shit. And then on Thursday, we'll do the warm-ups for the weekend. Is there a Thursday next week? Uh, I believe, I'd assume so. There is Sydney Doggies. Let's do the tipping. No, let's yeah, do that correct. on Thursday. All right. Until the meantime, bounce that pill. Bounce that pill.